Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Hi. Let's talk about the UAW strike, the U.S. economy full of green flags, according to Tom Lee, and American household wealth. Folks, let's get into CPI and inflation real quick. First, one of the things I have to do next time we travel to Vegas is I got to bring my Nailed It t-shirt and my Swing and a Miss shirt because what I should be wearing right now is a swing in the mist shirt. Uh, I was wrong pretty much across the board about CPI this morning. I had anticipated headline coming in sub 3.6. I had thought core would be down a little bit more. I was right about shelter inflation rolling over, but not as much as I had hoped. So again, across the board, I was wrong about CPI inflation, but let's get into the numbers. Let's talk about, does this change anything for the Fed meeting next week? So again, when you talk about CPI, there will be four numbers we discuss. There will be headline and core readings year on year and headline and core readings month on month. So last month headline was 3.2. The previous month was three, if you remember. It is now 3.7. So that is a trend, right? One, you know, one blip, could be an outlier. We now have a trend. Now, a lot of that uh, increase is due to gasoline. Gasoline has been up 10.5%. You also had airlines. Airlines are up 4.9%, which is interesting because we also heard from American and Spirit Airlines today that they are cutting profit forecasts because of increased cost, likely fuel and labor. So again, headline came in higher than expected, or at least higher than I expected. The smart folks on Wall Street got it right. They were, they were looking for 3.6 to 3.7, depending on who you were looking at. So they were right, I was wrong. The month-on-month -month reading uh, was 0.6. That's quite significant. And in the 12-month series, because remember, CPI is kind of 12, I don't know, roller coaster cars, and uh, that's the highest reading in 12 months. So something to pay attention to. And remember, gasoline being up 10.5%, that is before, before the U.S. starts to fill the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, or SPR. We've, we've got to do that. We can't pull that trick again, uh, so we're going to have to do that. Uh, shelter, where I was right, but not really. I mean, I don't, I don't pretend to call this right. I thought this would be down more. Shelter inflation is clearly rolling over. If you look at the charts, it's, it's clear as day to anyone that it's rolling over, but not as much as I had hoped. The good news is it will continue to roll over. The next three to four months, shelter will continue its downward momentum. So last month, it was up 7.69. This month, up 7.27. So again, a trend in shelter inflation going lower. In fact, it was the lowest reading since November. 
So pretty significant there. Other thing to note is used cars were actually down 1.2%. Some folks had thought used cars would be up, uh, but yeah, we're down 1.2%. Uh, so uh, that is headline. Then there's core. Core did go down. Core is continuing to go down. And remember, for a long time, core, actually most times, core is below headline. So they are, the gap is closing, right? So uh, again, headline was 3.7. Core is now 4.3. Uh, expectations were 4.3, so nailed that. Uh, expectation month on month was 0.2. It came in a little hot at 0.3. Uh, so the good news is core is rolling over, right? Core is something that um, is definitely more in the line of sight for the Fed. Uh, the Fed can't do much about oil, right? They're, they're not producers of oil. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's where we are. So again, Shelter has rolled over. Uh, mortgage demand is interesting. Mortgage demand is stalled, but actually up 1% week on week. We are just down at 1996 levels. We are, we are kind of, I don't know, at the floor, at the support, whatever you want to call that. So at the end of the day, uh, CPI basically in line with the experts, higher than I expected. Again, I want to admit I should be wearing uh, my missed or swing and a miss. Uh, t-shirt because I like being upfront. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I let you all know about that. So I don't hide from the fact of being wrong. So that's uh, what happened with CPI this morning. I don't think this changes the Fed's decision. I, I think the Fed's on pause next week. I think it's a hawkish pause. I think all the pauses going forward will be hawkish. I don't see them raising. I haven't changed my opinion. Uh, but I got to tell you, headline going up two months in a row is something that you and I must pay attention to. Uh, let's get into what do we want to do next? Let's do the U.S. economy. So uh, obviously there are lots of bulls and bears, doomers, and I don't know, what's the opposite of a doomer? I don't know. Everything's roses. I certainly try to live in the middle. Uh, Tom Lee, probably the most bullish stock analyst out there, he says the U.S. economy is not full of red flags going to a recession. It is in fact full of green flags. Now, I don't know about you, that seems like a stretch given on with what we have going with um, credit, what we have going on with you know, lots of things. But hey, I'll read the article. I'll see if I'm missing something. So here are the five things that Tom Lee says are green flags. Let me know what you think. Number one, the job market is still strong. I think that's fair. I think that's fair, right? I think uh, the unemployment rate spiking last month from what was it, 3.4 to 3.7, but we added 100 and whatever it was, 70,000 jobs. I think net net, the job market is still strong, is fair. However, as somebody who has studied economics a lot, uh, labor is a lagging indicator. So it might be the last thing to feel it. Uh, but again, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Um, but it is a lagging indicator. Number two, inflation expectations are falling. I think that's fair. I think, I think it's fair. I, I look at the charts. I see inflation expectations falling. I would, I would argue, I would caution, uh, with gasoline up 10% or almost 11%, that could change in a heartbeat. You know, what we saw last month with CPI, again, gas up 10% is just the beginning. Uh, as I shared with Taylor on Monday, right, gasoline going up affects, you know, us immediately, 
uh, but it's, it rolls through lots of the um, other components because lots of stuff is shipped in, in, in all of those things. So again, I think it's fair to say, I don't know if it will be fair to say in a month, but you know, hey. Number three, rents are falling. I think that's true. I think rent, uh, certainly disinflation, the last month reading on rent was like 0.2, where last year it was 11. I think rents are soft in multifamily, class A, all the inventory coming. I think rents are falling. Um, I think that's fair. And I think that, and I honestly think that trend uh, continues. Oh, so it's doomers and bloomers. I have not heard bloomers before, but I take your word for it. That's, I think I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. Number four, this one made me chuckle. This one made me, this one made me chuckle out loud, which doesn't happen that often. But according to Tom Lee, the number four green flag is Janet Yellen feels better about soft landing. Really, Tom? We're now putting Janet Yellen's um, thoughts uh, on a soft landing is one of the reasons that we have green flags. Okay. I think you're stretching, buddy. I think you were looking for five. And uh, there you go. Number five, stock market volatility has fallen. I might argue that's a sign that Wall Street is getting uh, complacent. But hey, okay. So at the end of the day, I personally believe that um, Tom Lee is, uh, I guess, a bloomer rose-colored glasses, whatever you want to call it. I think of the five that he put out there, only one is one that I would stand behind, and that one was rent is falling. So uh, there you go. How about Gen Z? There was an article written about Gen Z that, oh my goodness, two in five Gen Zers are working side hustles to save for a housing down payment. So? I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, is, is, is this article may, supposed to make me feel um, bad or something? Two and five. I don't, I don't know what it took for you to buy your first home, but I had to work seven days a week for th almost three years. The only days I had off were Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I'm not sure what I'm supposed to feel bad. And the fact that you can work side hustles from your phone versus get in your car and travel to somewhere is, um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I don't know what these articles are, are supposed to be. 12% uh, of Gen Zers supposedly uh, believe that they will never own a home. Uh, I would argue that that is... Um, true of many generations, uh, believe it or not. I think, I think there's a lot of folks out there that believe they will never uh, own a home. Uh, Reuters is out talking about no more rate hikes in September uh, and uh, no cuts before Q2 of 2024. All right, let's talk about American households. Did you know, did you know that American households have never never been wealthier. Why is that? Well, obviously we are seeing real estate values at or near all-time highs. We are seeing a stock market at or near all-time highs. What we are basically seeing is asset values minus debt 
equal the largest, uh, largest or wealthiest on record. That's $154.3 trillion of wealth. Folks, the secret of getting wealthy is owning assets. Owning assets to cash flow that you can hold on to for a decade, right? Getting wealthy is an easy formula. And um, yeah, you've got to hold on for uh, a decade to really see it. But that is pretty interesting. Uh, house, house equity is $44.5 trillion. Uh, it is pretty wild. We, we should talk about credit cards. Credit card balances are now over $1 trillion. $1 trillion. $1.03 trillion uh, with delinquencies up 7.2%. So again, pretty wild to look at um, all of that. Uh, and then finally, it looks like UAW strike uh, is coming. Uh, it is now two days away. Let me know in the comments below what you think. Will a deal be done in 48 hours? Two, will the government intervene? Three, will they partially strike? What a partial strike is, hey, we're going to strike there and there, but not everywhere. Or come Friday, will all of you UAW workers be on strike, which is something like 130,000 members. So at the end of the day, folks, a lot of stuff going on. Let's talk about my event. The event, the One Rental at a Time event is booked. About 50 people have already signed up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There'll be a link below, 199 general admission, uh, VIP 499. Uh, we are about half sold out, about 50% of the tickets, 24 out of the 50 spots for VIP is booked, uh, about 24 or so of the general emission there. So plenty of general emission. Let me remind you, uh, I guess I didn't talk about this yesterday. Where are we hosting this event? We are not hosting it at a casino. We are not hosting it at a hotel. All the casinos and hotels wanted to nickel and dime me, wanted to make this ridiculously expensive. So after exhaustive research and networking with friends in Vegas, we have selected the Blind Center of Las Vegas. We have done that for a couple of reasons. One, they allowed us to use the facility on the weekend uh, where none of their members are there. They actually rent the space out on the weekends to help fund the overhead for the blind center. So by us using the facility, we are actually uh, helping them support um, the folks of Las Vegas. Number two, they did not nickel and dime me. I have a vision for the event. I want to have wireless mics for the speakers. I want wired mics in the audience because I want the audience to drive the event. Again, I want the audience via your questions to be 80% of the entire event. The, the one rental at a time event is going to be like nothing else. There will be very limited PowerPoint. There will be zero selling. Every, when you're in the audience and you see one of the speakers that you want to meet that you've met on this channel, you're going to go stand in line on the left, on the right or the left side. You're going to get to ask your question. That is what I promised. That is my vision. And unlike the hotels and casinos that wanted to layer, like one casino wanted to charge me $2,500 for each mic. Well, we have to roll it out and this union member and that thing and this and that. $2,500. Five grand to put two microphones. No thank you. Second, I wanted to have the event be educational, all of that. 
but also have a party. We can't forget that this is a celebration of 50,000 uh, subscribers. So again, the facility says, you know what? We can accommodate you. We will set up the room theater style. We will have a break for dinner. We will remove the chairs. We will then bring in and we will help you host a party. Not only are they going to do that, but they have a house band and we are, uh, I am paying uh, the band, it's, they are called the Broken Spectacles, to perform a one-hour concert for us. It will start at 8 o'clock. So again, by giving back, it is, um, it's, a, it's, it's a great feeling to do that. So again, we are going to the Blind Center, 1001 North Bruce Street, if memory serves. There'll be a link below. Next question. Hotels. We are off-site. We are off the strip. Uh, you will book your favorite hotel if you have points or whatever you have. Uh, feel free to book, book yours. This is not at a hotel, not at a uh, casino. And the reason they're called the Broken Spectacles, if it's not obvious, is they're blind. All members of the band are blind. Again, this is the Blind Center, so I think it kind of makes sense. So yes, the Broken Spectacles will be performing a 60-minute concert for us at eight o'clock. And then lastly, the facility has a hundred parking spots. Uh, so I would, pro I would personally probably Uber or Lyft it there. Um, but you know, if you wanna drive, you can, there'll be some spots there. So at the end of the day, folks, we're still putting together the agenda. I've gotten some people confirmed, some people I'm still trying to track down. We will start announcing names. My guess is you will be able to figure out most of them uh, but we will announce it ahead of time once we get confirmation. Uh, so again, I'm honestly hoping this sells out in the next two to three weeks. I would love for this just to be done so I can focus on the event. So if you want to come, it is President's Day weekend. It is Saturday and Sunday. We are going all day, all day Saturday, including a party. We're going to go all day Sunday. It's President's Day weekend, so hopefully uh, you can... Um, fly out Monday, so it's not a rush because Monday is a holiday. So hopefully that is, um, hopefully you can make it. I hope to see you guys there. I hope to take lots of pictures. Bring your books. Uh, we'll autograph some books. Uh, if you have my second book, 15 Conversations with uh, Real Estate Millionaires, uh, I know Jason Pritchard will be there, uh, and he is one of those chapters. There may be some other members as well. So folks, at the end of the day, I was wrong about inflation. It was hotter than expected. Uh, shelter has rolling over, but not as much. We will see what comes forward. I'm looking forward to the event. Please sign up quick just to let this, just to have this thing be sold out. That would be wonderful. Folks, keep being awesome. Take care of yourself. Um, bye.